0: So now please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments, a weekly podcast to ponder and to proclaim our Sunday Mass readings. Welcome to the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, this October 16th, and it's amazing we are still in this month of the rosary. I wanted to share with you, I found this beautiful pamphlet, I Am the Lady of the Rosary. This particular pamphlet is produced through Marion Press out in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, the home of the Marian fathers of the Immaculate Conception, of the Blessed Virgin Mary and there's some beautiful information here about the different messages from Our Lady of Fatima to the children in Fatima and just a little bit here's a teeny bit of history during the First World War in 1917 the Blessed Virgin appeared to three shepherd children near Fatima in Portugal about 60 miles from Lisbon her six visits began in May and ended in October the month of the rosary she requested the Daily Recitation of the Rosary, Penance, and Devotion to Her Immaculate Heart. And this is a great pamphlet. It has a lot of information about the rosary, including the different mysteries of the rosary and some meditations that you can have. But I wanted to just share with you two of the messages, one from Fatima on May 13th, 1917, which is simply this. This is from the Blessed Mother. Pray the rosary every day in order to obtain peace for the world. And this message has been repeated over and over and over again from Our Lady. The other message from October 13th, 1917 in Fatima is this. When Lucia asked the cure of some sick persons and the conversion of sinners, Our Lady answered, some yes, but not others, referring to If people would be cured or converted, they must amend their lives and ask forgiveness for their sins. Do not offend the Lord, our God anymore because he already is so much offended. That really calls to mind. Have we confessed our sins? Have we converted our hearts? Are we offending the Lord? And then I'm going to close our program today with a prayer that they include on the back, which is an act of consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary just encourage you to get resources on Fatima. Particularly, it is an approved apparition by the Catholic Church. In our area, we have a wonderful community called the World Apostolate of Fatima, Portland Division. And there's the World Apostolate of Fatima, the Blue Army here in the United States. And they have a beautiful shrine. They have amazing resources. But get a hold of some good resources. The Marians, uh, this is Marion.org, have some tremendous resources on the rosary, on, of course, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy as well. But look around. Uh, Look for the Legion of Mary in your area. Look for the World Apostle of Fatima in your area. Look for the Rosary Bowl, nw.org, in your area. Well, that's us. Uh, We have great resources for you about the rosary. And with that, let's let's get into our readings today, because um, you think about the rosary. The rosary... Lifts our hearts to the Lord because it is a reflection on the sacred Scripture, on the life of Jesus Christ, and so we want to hold high our hearts to the Lord. My theme today is really holding high the staff of God. So let's get into the first reading on this Sunday, October sixteenth. It comes from the Book of Exodus. Ah, I love the Book of Exodus so much. In these readings, this is Exodus chapter seventeen. In those days, Amalek came and waged war against Israel. Moses, therefore, said to Joshua, Pick out certain men and tomorrow go out and engage Amalek in battle. I will be standing on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him. He engaged Amalek in battle after Moses had climbed to the top of the hill with Aaron and Hur. As long as Moses kept his hands raised up, Israel had the better of the fight. But when he let his hands rest, Amalek had the better of the fight. Moses' hands, however, grew tired, so they put a rock in place for him to sit. Meanwhile, Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset." And Joshua mowed mowed down Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. The word of the Lord. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes toward the mountains. Whence shall help come to me? My help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. May he not suffer your foot to slip. May he slumber, not who guards you. Indeed, he neither slumbers nor sleeps, the guardian of Israel. Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The Lord is your guardian. The Lord is your shade. He is beside you at your right hand. The sun shall not harm you by day nor the moon by night. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The Lord will guide you from all evil. He will guard your life. The Lord will guard your coming and your going, both now and forever. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our second reading is the second letter of to Timothy from St. Paul, chapter 3. And into chapter four, beloved, remain faithful to what you have learned and believed because you know from whom you learned it and that from infancy, you have known the sacred scriptures, which are capable of giving you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for refutation for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent, equipped for every good. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingly power, proclaim the word, be persistent, whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Convince, reprimand, encourage, through all patience and teaching. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading today comes from Luke chapter 18. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said, There was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time, the judge was unwilling. But eventually he thought, while it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hold high the staff of God. I would love to see... Uh, We could just visualize the depiction of this story in Exodus of this big war being waged and Amalek is coming against the people of God and Moses knows it and Joshua knows it. And and so Moses tells Joshua to go to the battle and fight this big king and his big army. But Moses says, I'm going to be at the top of the mountain, and he'll be with the staff of God. So we know the staff of God parted the Red Sea. I mean, this is the same staff that uh, through the staff, all of those different plagues that hit the, the Egyptians with the blood in the water and the frogs and all of the crazy things that happened. It was through the staff of God, you know, the power of God, Moses will be holding so that God himself will be fighting this war. And so Joshua goes, okay, Moses, <laughs> but can you imagine he sees the staff and he knows the power of the staff because it is the staff of God. God himself will be with me. And Moses is his intercessor. You know, Moses is the chosen prophet to help lead the people in a particular time. And so Moses goes to the top of the mountain with Aaron and her. You know, some two trust trusted companions. And as long as Moses keeps his hands raised up, Israel has the better fight. But if he feels weary, right? He lets his hands down, he loses confidence, becomes flabby, spiritual flabbiness, then Amalek has the better fight. And his hands grew weary. Can you imagine? You know, just hold your hands up for a period of time and, boy, it gets a little tiring. So then the companions put a rock up so he can rest, support his hands. And, of course, eventually Joshua defeats Amalek, mows down Amalek (laughs) with the edge of the sword. So dramatic. But this reminds me of the steadfastness that we're called to as Christians to continue to be steadfast. And we're going to hear this this idea of vigilance, of constancy, of keeping vigil day and night, that God keeps this vigil. He keeps his promise day and night. There's no wavering in the Lord. There's no wavering in the staff of God. There's no wavering in the power of God. God always has power Always. But how do we respond to that power? How do we connect with God? How do we relate to God? And I think about uh, Our Lady of the Rosary. How many of you have a rosary? I hope you do. I always keep a rosary here in my videos just to remind me of who i am this is a special rosary i have more than one or two if you if you know who i am i've got a lot of rosaries this one though was given to me from a community called holy cross let me see if i can get it there on the video holy cross family ministries which promotes and was founded by father patrick payton who is now a venerable on his way to sainthood in the church he promoted the theme the family that prays together stays together and it's on this rosary holder And I love this particular rosary. Um, The community of Father Payton's Holy Cross family ministry gave me this rosary. And there's a a medal with Father Payton, Father Patrick Payton of the Congregation of Holy Cross, and then our Blessed Mother here holding Jesus. It's one of his favorite images of Our Lady. And, of course, blue, the color of our Blessed Mother, we attribute to her this beautiful blue and then a beautiful crucifix, uh, the same crucifix that was on the uh, staff of God, John Paul II, in his papacy, and the rosary is like that staff of God we're holding up. You know, it's it's our our ladder to heaven. It's our way of communicating to the Lord our needs, our desires, our our um, sorrows, and Our Lady invites us to. Hold up the staff of God to pray every day for peace. Do not grow weary, and so we pray the Rosary every day, and and we pray a Rosary. We lift up the staff of God. We lift up the Holy Scriptures, which are what we meditate in the Rosary. We have it's all scripturally based. Our Father who art in heaven, we pray Thee, our Father on five beads, and then the opening. Six times we pray the Our Father. This was a prayer given to the disciples by Jesus. We pray the Hail Mary, full of grace. These are words from Gabriel to the Blessed Mother. We pray the Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. What we believe as Christians is proclaimed at the very beginning of the rosary. We're reminding ourselves of what do we believe? Who do we believe in? And we begin with the most important teaching in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We are calling out to the Holy Trinity in the praying of the rosary. And then glory be to the Father. We have glory be to the Father. Let's see, five plus six, I think we do it seven times. We do the glory be, we're reminding ourselves of the Trinity, three in one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the relationship, who God is, we're made in the image and likeness of God, act accordingly. That was a post done by Matthew Kelly a few days ago. We are made in the image and likeness of God, act accordingly, act accordingly. This is what we're hearing in the scriptures today. So we lift up our prayers by praying the rosary. And I just love the image of Moses and the confidence of his companions. We need God. Absolutely. We also need one another. You know, Moses had the staff of God, but he couldn't do it on his own. He couldn't hold that staff of God on his own. He needed his friends. He needed holy companions who would help him when he did start to grow weary. If we find that one of our friends, our family, our community is growing weary of heart, we have to stand by them, hold their hands up high, pray a rosary for them, pray a rosary with them, pray with them, hold them up. We need each other. That's why The horrendous events that have happened in the past two years of this isolation, we have to fight it. We need to come in communio with one another. We need to be with one another. God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. It's not God on his own. He wants us. He doesn't need to have a relationship with us. He desires it because he's totally love. We are made out of love for love. And so we need one another to hold one another up. That's why it's so important to pray the rosary on your own, but it's even more efficacious when we come together as a community, when we come together before or after mass, when we have time during the week at our local parish to pray together the chaplet, the rosary, maybe a time of adoration. And when your family sits down to pray the rosary together, or kneels down to pray the rosary together, to pray the chaplet of divine mercy together. If your staff, if you're working in an office, if your staff comes together in prayer, it doesn't have to be a whole rosary. It could be just five minutes of prayer. I know the pastoral center in our local archdiocese at nine o'clock, and there's a little uh, camera for those people that are on working from home, they zoom in and there's, if the bishop's there, if the priest is there, whoever's there on staff at the time, we all come together in the lobby and pray. That's powerful. That's so powerful. Constant vigil. Why? Psalm 121, our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. If you look outside your window and you see a tree, you see a mountain, you see a a sprig of grass popping up from between cracks in the driveway, our God made heaven and earth. I'm really so grateful, so grateful and fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of beautiful things, a lot of God's nature from the wildlife, the various birds and critters, to the trees and the hills, and the mountains, and God made it all. The Lord made heaven and earth, and he gives us all the help we need. St. Paul reminds us about that constancy and to remember to be faithful to the word of God, what we've learned and believed. Don't stray from that. There will be many who will try to lead us astray from correct teaching, but all scripture is inspired by God. We stay with sacred scripture. And we use sacred scripture for refutation, for teaching, for correction. We learn from sacred scripture. And that comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. You know, God gives us the advocate. He gives us everything we need through the Holy the Holy Scriptures. Through the teachings of the church, through the word of the church, through the traditions of the church, through our baptism, the Holy Spirit, through confirmation, the Holy Spirit. Every time we pray, come Holy Spirit, we're asking for the advocate, the guide, the counselor to guide us, the paraclete, to be the one to keep us on the right track. Hold high the staff of God. Use prayer. Continue to be patient and persistent like this widow was in the gospel of Luke. We're seeing that there's a man who doesn't really respect anyone. He only respects himself, but he's willing to make a decision on behalf of the widow to actually act in a just way because he just is like, I'm getting tired of this, and she may give me a black eye. (laughs) You know, she might hit me. But he's willing to give in because of the persistence of truth and justice. You know, it sounds like the Justice League, right? For truth, justice, and the American way. But we're called to be true, called to be just, called to be holy as God is holy. So this question at the end from Jesus is a striking one. When the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? Will you grow weary? Will you grow discouraged? Will you complain? Will you fall into the secular pressures to go against the word of God, to go against the morality and the truth and the beauty of God because of pressure, because of everybody else is doing it? Will Jesus find faith on earth, or will you hold one another up, get that rosary, pray that rosary, and continue to stand firm for the love of Jesus Christ and the conversion of all sinners? Let's pray this consecration prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary, her Immaculate Heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Mary, Virgin and most powerful mother of mercy, queen of heaven and refuge of sinners. We consecrate ourselves today to thine immaculate heart. We consecrate to thee our very being and our whole life, all that we have, all that we love, all that we are. To thee, we give our bodies, our hearts, our souls. To thee, we give our homes, our families, and our country. Mindful of this consecration, we now promise to imitate thee by the practice of Christian virtues without regard for human respect. We resolve to receive Holy Communion on the first Saturday of every month when possible and to offer daily five decades of the rosary with all our sacrifices in the spirit of penance and reparation. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary, pray for us. Pray for us. Thanks for joining me today on Faith Moments with Dina Marie. Have a blessed week. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie. Reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app.